Good morning. Welcome to the Monday of the first full week of Lent. We are on day number six. So we're closing in on on one week being done here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully all of your fasting and abstinence and penance is going well and you're you're holding strong. Um, if, uh, if, if you're not, or if it hasn't gone well, just, um, just start up again, just give it another shot, give another go. So, uh, so yeah, we'll get into the meditation here. Um, once again, we're doing meditations from meditations for Lent. They are Parts of sermons and homilies taken from uh, Bishop Jacques Bossuet, famous French uh, order, uh, homilist, and theologian. And so forth, they've been really good. And they've really focused on uh, detachment from the world and, and earthly things. So I would assume we are going to probably continue in that theme, but we'll find out together. Uh, these are going on YouTube, uh, Spiritus TV as well, uh, for video and then audio, uh, the audio only is going up on all the different audio podcast apps. They're also going up on our locals. And if you're not subscribed yet, uh, please, if you, um, if you feel like you would like to support us, head over to our locals, avoidingbabylon.locals.com and you can support us there for as little as five dollars a month and that um that will get you uh that will get you access to uh, exclusive content that we can't always put on youtube unless we would like to get our youtube channel banned so anyways head over there if you if you would like but otherwise we will get going here i will throw up an image on screen just so just so there's nothing you need to worry to you know to look at also, that way, I'm not self-conscious about you watching me read. <laughs> Anyways, I'll throw up an image here, and we're going to get going. Okay. Monday of week one of Lent. I was hungry, and you fed me. Lord Jesus, my life and my hope, I place myself in your holy presence to see and to consider in your light, in faith and in perpetual recognition of your goodness, how you yourself bore our misery and infirmity to the point of being able to say, I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was naked, a prisoner, sick, and the person of all those who have had to suffer such woes. What brought you to bear our burdens, O Jesus, was the love that led you to take on our nature, and not to take it on immortal and healthy as you had originally made it, but to take it on as sin in your justice had made it, mortal, infirm, and poor, because you wish to carry our sin. You wish to bear our sin on the cross as an innocent victim, and you wish to bear it throughout your life, the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. John one twenty nine. You took away our sin by carrying it yourself, but you are the holy of holies, anointed with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Psalm 45, 7, and bearing the name of Christ. 
This oil by which you are anointed and sanctified is the divinity, divinity that is united to your holy soul and unstained body. Being the, the true holy one of God, and thus unable to join us in our iniquity or the stain of our sin, you carried only its just punishment, that is, our mortality and all that follows from it. In this way you became sensible to our woes, a compassionate high priest who had experienced them himself. For as your apostle said, he had to be made like his brethren in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make expiation for the sins of the people. People, Hebrews 2.17 May you be forever praised, O great high priest, for you have taken pity on our suffering, and not as the happy have pity on those who suffer, but as the unhappy have pity on one another through the understanding of their common misery. For it was your pleasure to be reckoned among those the world calls wretched, to be seen as one, with no form or comeliness, to be despised and rejected by men. In a word, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Isaiah 53, 2-3 Having experienced all of the suffering that attends our sinful nature, you are able to sympathize with our weakness. Hebrews 4.15 Although you did not suffer any of the particular illnesses by which we are so frequently put on trial, you bore hunger, thirst, weakness, and all the other common maladies of our nature. You also bore anxiety, fear, danger, and distress, the most terrible of our woes. And you bore wounds that cut your holy body into pieces. You have yourself felt the greatest, the most terrifying, and the most sorrowful infirmities to which our poor human nature is heir. This is why you have compassion upon all our woes, even including our illnesses, and you never cured the sick or raised the dead or healed the infirm without first being moved by pity. Thus you cried before you raised, raised Lazarus. Thus you multiplied multiplied the loaves for the people who were harassed and helpless. Matthew 9.36 And on a similar occasion you said, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I am unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. Matthew 15.32 The blind men, who knew how sensible you were of their suffering, cried aloud to you, Have mercy on us, son of David. You heard their voices, and touched by compassion, placed your merciful hand upon their lightless eyes, and they received their sight. Matthew 20, 30-34 And you wept over the coming woes of Jerusalem. Luke 19, 41 It was this tender and compassionate heart, this heart moved by pity, that solicited your all-powerful arm in favor of those sufferings you saw. In this way, your compassion was the source of your miracles, which is what led your evangelist to write that you took our infirmities and bore our diseases. Matthew 8.17 You truly bore them in your compassion, and you comforted your own heart by healing them. O my Savior, you bore the sentiments of compassion to heaven, and although you were not able to carry the tears, the groaning, and the interior sufferings that you felt in the face of all the evils, with which our nature is burdened, you have borne the memory of them there, 
a memory which makes you tender, merciful, and compassionate toward all your members, toward all those who suffer on earth. For you are that charitable Samaritan, Luke 10.33, who takes pity on all who are injured, from whatever nation they come. Thus do I feel, my Lord, the truth of these words. I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was injured, and all those who have been afflicted by these woes. Take away from me, O my Savior, this heart of stone. Let me be as compassionate as you. Let me say with your apostle, Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is made to fall, and I am not indignant? 2 Corinthians 11.29 Let me rejoice, according to his precept, with those who rejoice, which is easy and agreeable to nature, but let me weep sincerely with those who weep. Romans 12.15 Let me be able to say with you, I am hungry, I thirst, I am a foreigner without lodging, I am a prisoner, I am sick, with all those who are thus afflicted. Let my compassion not be in vain, let it lead me to help them. May I ease their burdens as effectively as if I were seeking to help myself. Let me see still further, let me continually remember that you carried their infirmities in yourself, that you suffer in all of them. Finally, that you will repeat at the last judgment, as you did it to the least of these, my brethren, for you will not disdain any sort of loneliness. You did it to me. Matthew twenty-five, forty. To you be the glory and praise and thanksgiving of all those who suffer, that is to say, of all men whatever, for your goodness in taking up their sufferings and making them your own, and recommending them to all your children by a precept which is the only one that you will speak from your throne before heaven and earth, in the presence of men and angels. Amen. Amen. Okay, that is the meditation for today. Hopefully you found it edifying. So today is Monday, so we will continue continue forward here through the first week of Lent. And I think that meditation um, lends itself really well if you're struggling with any of the fasting or abstinence um, or, or penance that you've chosen. You know, whether you're, uh, whether you're abstaining from, you know, meat throughout all of Lent, like some do, or whether you're going the full vegan Lent, like what, like what was, uh, you know, traditional in the past, uh, whether you're doing any daily fasting or fasting on, you know, Friday or Wednesday and Friday, um, or whether you've just, you have given something up as, as an additional penance and are just struggling, um, I guess just uh, just recall that that the the Son of God Himself, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, um, took on our nature not as it was originally made, um, you know, you know, in perfection, but He took on our 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 fallen nature um, as it was after the fall, and He hungered, He thirsted, He fasted, um, and if the Son of God can condescend. And, and take upon that, then, then certainly we can as well. So just keep that in mind and 
once again, share these with anyone that you think could use any additional spiritual edification during Lent. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.